This is a Be Good Indie Arts podcast. Follow us at BGI Arts to learn more. Welcome to Chatterboxing, the miscellaneous podcast with only three guarantees. Excellent storytelling, engaging conversation, and an ever-changing premise. I'm your host, independent artist and incessant conversationalist, Jesse Bloodgood, and now let's have our chat. So I like to talk, hope you like to listen, cause I ain't gonna stop, I'm a man on a mission, it's Chatterboxing, yeah. It's the one. It's the big one. We have got our first guest. My brother, my bandmate, my co-host on Stories on the Spot, my... Uh, give me another one. What do you got? You made a lover joke at the beginning uh, of Stories I on did, the Spot. I did. I did. But we, we're past that. We've, <laughs> we've moved on. At least I know I have. It's Ben Bloodgood with me here. And I can't say the studio. We're in his basement. Uh, we woke up too early for this. Yeah, I'm... I'm happy to be here, but I'm tired as hell. So. I'm not even happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be a part of your podcast. Oh, God. Okay, well, thank you. Okay, so Ben, for our opening chat, we uh, we need to talk about last night, which is not usually something you want to hear at 7 in the morning, but uh, we chose to record this bright and early so you can clean your basement and I can watch the Bills season opener later. Last night, Ben and I attended a small gathering for a friend's 30th birthday. We started the night at an axe-throwing venue. Uh, An axe-throwing venue, uh, it's exactly what you'd expect it to look like. So basically, the venue was a narrow room with six lanes, and I put that in quotes, two pairs on either side of a wall, and then another pair on its own side. The lanes are like 10 to 15 feet deep with a black playground fence grade chain link thing separating each lane so that people don't get fucking hit by an axe when they're going to retrieve their axe <laughs> always funny okay uh, the the target is basically just a large set of i want it was like plywood right it just drilled into the wall it was like some kind of board it's some kind of board couldn't have been too expensive because that's a good fucking waste of wood if yeah um, well, especially right now uh anyway they were just drilled into the wall and then marked up with, I don't know, like paint or something. And basically like a large wooden dartboard or, or maybe better comparison would be like an, like an archery target. And so the thrower stands one in one lane at a time and you get this little orange square where you stand in. Uh, and they you select your axe of choice, a bunch of different hand axes, some of them like a foot long, some of them a little bit bigger than that. And they're all in like a 10-gallon bucket. Is that the right size? Ten gallons? A couple of five gallon buckets. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it adds up to ten. You're just free to toss them. One-handed or two-handed, your choice. They suggest two-handed for the slightly bigger ones. So the safety uh, and technique demo that Ben, Brooke, and I, Brooke's already been mentioned in the podcast here, so people should know who the fuck she is. We were run through this little safety and technique demo that lasted no longer than five minutes. It could yeah, not, I, not to cut you off, I thought we would be getting like an official video, like weed whacker training. Yeah, I thought there'd definitely be like a a much longer demo. Uh, they gave us some good pointers, uh, like putting an emphasis on safety in particular, but not exactly telling us how to be safe. <laughs> it was more just like a uh, "don't do anything stupid" speech, honestly. 
I think we both already have a very similar opinion on on one particular part of this experience that we think maybe should not be a part of this experience. Yeah, I think I'm picking up what you're putting. Down uh, it's uh, so let's actually let's just go into your Im- impressions of this right now. Just uh, tell tell me what were your thoughts on it. Uh, did you have a good time? Would you do it again? All that good stuff. I thought it was a ton of fun. I mean, I think it probably depends on the people you end up going with. Like, is it something that I would spontaneously go do by every, myself every like, Saturday night? <laughs> probably not. Like, it's not like it's not like bowling or something like that. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's even bowling is like an acquired. Like, you got to be in the mood almost. For yeah. I don't know. And there was a couple of times where like I was throwing or someone else was throwing and the axe would damn near bounce back to where it started. Okay. One of uh, our friends, all other friends who is throwing with us. I don't know if you noticed he had at least five or six throws that bounced back and like slid back into the box with him. I don't know if you noticed that. And on two different occasions it happened. And then he said, I'm done. And he walked <laughs> off. <laughs> but 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 both times he ended up coming back and throwing more. All right, c- keep going though. What what how did you do? How was your throwing? I did good with the smaller hand axes. There was like the one that had the, the it was like one of the it was kind of warped a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, it had like a curved a handle, a curved yeah, handle yeah. to it. I was like the that, deadly actor. That, that was your bread that. and butter. Yeah. I, I almost needed to like register myself as a weapon <laughs> if I threw that one. And then I went to the two-handed axes and my accuracy dropped like Tenfold. massively. Yeah. I don't know why. I I just was I was hitting low left with uh-huh. those. But you were talking to one of the workers and some of the stuff that they were talking about was like I would have never known that. Like that guy walked by with like it looked like he was gonna go spray for like pest. Yeah, like, it looks like a weed eater. Yeah, yeah, not weed eater, but weed killer. Yeah, yeah. And then I heard them saying like the water and the bleach like yeah, yeah, makes yeah. it easier for the axe to penetrate the wood. Right. Like that was stuff. The, I yeah, known. like the water makes it easier. And then I don't know what they said the bleach was about. I was eavesdropping pretty hardcore, so I only caught a portion of it. But mm-hmm. I also love how that place came into existence. I don't want to get too into detail about that but yeah we don't want to dox anybody but, but there, one of the workers there was saying that they had they had worked across the street and even said where it is so. uh-huh. uh one of the workers had worked across the street they saw the venue it used to be like a shoe shop or some shit and it got shut down and so they had suggested to their boss because this person apparently they like they throw axes already as a pastime apparently that's a thing people do and they were like you know we should buy that and open up an axe throwing place and they told her that they were crazy and uh somehow in that story they also told me they got fired i don't know if that was related maybe they're throwing axes at work i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but then you know several months later an axe throwing place opens up and then they moved across they started working across the street so that's fucking hilarious that is just like perfect cowboy justice no i'm at the end of the day it depends on the people you go with i definitely had a good time though yeah, I did too. My throwing experience was the exact opposite of what you just described. My two-handed throwing was a lot better. And as the night went on, I got better. I also noticed as the night went on, because I was doing the two-handed throwing, I know I knew instantly, and I'm feeling it today, I knew that I was going to be sore in my uh, left like rotator cuff area. Yeah. Probably had something to do with my form. I could feel it instantly when I'm like, oh, my left arm does not move like this over my head all the time. 
but I was starting to get r- really good with the the two-handed throws. The, the one-handed throws, I don't know how many of them I threw like, as hard as I could. And they fucking whipped. But then they just bounced off because a lot of them, they weren't hitting on the blade. They yeah, were like, they hitting, hitting on, straight on. Yeah, so it's it's almost more about, I mean, the, the, the one guy there was who was giving the demo, he did say it was it wasn't as much about how hard you throw it. Yeah. Uh, which I guess is kind of true. But I feel like it's a mixture of both. You got to have enough velocity to really fucking stick one into that board. The story you mentioned earlier about the person who was throwing recreationally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to have seen her yeah, like, a toss a couple yeah, and just yeah. see how she did because yeah. she, she's pretty accurate. I, I'd like to see the people who opened it up because if they have a passion to open it up, they, they must be at least somewhat. Have you ever seen on TV, not to get in t- too off into the weeds here, but I you know how like like NBC or something will sometimes play like just like they'll have like cornhole or like dodgeball random sh- basically like yeah. ESPN the Ocho kind of shit. I think I have seen axe throwing on there too. I didn't watch it, but like I've seen I've, like the hyper competitive lumberjack games. Yeah, where yeah, like, yeah. They have to have one hand behind their back, and they're like aggressively like have to chop through shit, and they move down got, the line like, to sponsors else. and shit. Yeah, I take it pretty seriously. One thing that I think we both agree just should not be a part of this experience, but I did indulge. They serve alcohol. Love it. They serve alcohol before you even throw the this. You walk in. The very first thing you do is start a tab for your drinks. So. We we had to backtrack. We left for this place, and then we had to backtrack because one of the people in our party forgot that you can't wear flip flops. Well, okay, there was three of us in the party, and and I already mentioned her. <laughs> <laughs> we figured she wouldn't be allowed to throw if we didn't go get her shoes. So we had to backtrack and get shoes. So this place says you can't wear flip flops. You can't have open toed shoes. Here are several beers. Yeah, it, immediately when you walk in while you throw. Yourself. Yeah. So I'm not sure how I feel about that. We talked about it kind of while we were there. Somebody pre-gamed. Mm-hmm. I didn't. And then <laughs> just to make that clear, showed up. And these no, aren't none like, of us did. I mean, yeah. they they had like lighter beer selection, but there was some pretty there was, there was high percentage craft beer. Yeah, there, there was and, for sure. Like somebody could get pretty easily fucked up and then get physically. Yeah. Fuck, like take yeah. off the top quarter of a pinky finger or something. I did indulge in the Upstate Brewing pumpkin ale, and it's probably the the best pumpkin related thing I've ever had. I'm not a huge pumpkin person, but that was it was a good good beer, and I'm sure that was like a six point five or something. I had two of them. Yeah, I purposely was like, I am I'm not having any alcohol before I start throwing axes for the first time, and then like, yeah, they offered me alcohol. But it's got everything to do with the experience. Is people like they want to go out and drink. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're throwing axes as well. I can see it. And people have probably done worse things while drunk. If, if there was like a side bar, almost like a lounge bar or something like off to the side, after you're done throwing, you go, maybe you can see through like the glass or something and see other people throwing. Yeah. And like once you've officially gone in there and you can't go drinking, back, you're not yeah. going back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think that place has been there for a minute at this point and they yeah. haven't run into any issues so let's hope yet. they don't yeah <laughs> i almost feel like because of how close the lanes are to each other it should have been more like a batting cage thing where the thrower literally goes in and like that part thing of the behind them yeah, yeah should yeah. almost close because i was again, nervous a couple times when i was walking because i a lot of the people that we were there with we didn't know any of them was, well and we had the convenience of not having a group set up behind us like right. back to back yeah, that's what i'm saying is the minute someone like winds up they just fucking launch it behind their head on accident and someone's like taking it to the cheek even if you don't take the blade end 
Yeah. You know, it's still just not a – it's a recipe for disaster. No, and if there had been another group about the size of ours behind us, I would have been very uncomfortable yeah, with yeah. that. Like back-to-back with I seven agree. strangers tossing axes and you have I no agree. idea. So, I don't know. Cool place. couple of things about yeah, it that cool I would experience. tweet. But. Yeah. Okay, okay, so I just want to move on to a few other things that happened that night. Birthday boy decided he was going to try some very, very spicy wings later on at dinner, and I was worried for his health. He... You know, I was laughing at him until like I worked up the courage to have one, and it's one of those things that it gets worse as it goes. I chewed it to like a pulp, and then obviously swallowed it. And for about twenty seconds, I was like, "I don't, I don't see what the hype is about. It's not that bad." And then like the back of my throat just. And then the video that I have of you shows you. <laughs> I don't even know there was a video. Yeah, there but, is. Like, my right, just my right eye started to water. Oh my god. <laughs> My body was shutting down. My nose leaked like a fucking sieve. Yeah, so the uh, birthday boy decided he had, like, he, was, like, he literally, there's one point when he just, he could not talk. He, like, was pausing, giving us, like, the, the one minute thing, mm-hmm. you know, like, a finger up. And then he went and had, like, five more. No, he, at the end of the night, he said he had had, like, eight. Yeah, but he, he had three when he was doing that. Yeah. I don't. He honestly, lost count. It, he he could have had more than eight. I have no idea. He, he could have hurt himself. You and I locked eyes though immediately when he started like g- giving me a moment. Yeah, that was... the only thing that would have probably made that experience worse for him is if he had done like a traditional wing, as opposed to the he ordered the boneless, and so he was able to kind of like oh one one yeah, done one go yeah, yeah yeah plop it in and. Chew well, it, swallow yeah, I was as having, opposed to having to work yeah. that shit off of a bone. Right, right, Absolutely right. not. I, I was, uh, this leads into the last part that I need to talk about, which I'm very was, upset. He also denied milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, when have you ever seen me drink milk? It's like, well, when have we ever seen you nearly fucking die while ingesting Him denying that milk actually saved me because I actually cracked one of those bad boys <laughs> and took a sip off the top. So. Uh, okay, so... Was it Ca- Carolina Reaper? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, Carolina Reaper. Terrible. Was that the name of the waitress? I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> she had the, the, the sigh going, the scythe sigh. She rode in on like a horse that was just Actually, that makes sense because by the end of the night, she definitely wanted to kill him yeah <laughs> so we tipped well by the way uh we did we tipped so well i okay i got almost oh, yeah. 40 dollars worth of wings split a little bit of them and then i i had probably like eight of them some of them were the buffalo dry rub which got me enough you guys were like oh try one try i'm like dude i'm not gonna do that i purposely got so many wings because i was like oh bill's game tomorrow i'm gonna watch the bills game with a bunch of leftover wings it's gonna be perfect i got them all in a box it was probably like 25 30 wings still left. Oh, okay probably, it was like 25 wings still left a bunch of different flavors got it all in the box and then i left i i, I did not take the box with me and we got like pour one out dude that's... we we got like halfway home and i'm like looking around like for the wing like i like this you know it wasn't quite halfway because i debated for just going a minute, back like, yeah going back and they, you know she had already cleaned the fucking yeah, table they were already gone in fact they probably just got thrown out because the kitchen staff nobody knows like wh- they don't know what kind did of this guy sneeze on the, yeah, like, yeah what yeah. happened to these wings and so they probably just found a garbage bag which unfortunate dude, dude what a waste of good wings man Oh, my God. Okay, so we're going to get into a new segment here on Chatterboxing because I have a guest, and this new segment is called 
Interrogating. Interrogating is a segment where I ask my guests a series of questions that relate to their craft. Ben is primarily a rock music songwriter and a fellow podcaster whose art has grown to encompass elements of storytelling. And so we primarily discuss storytelling and writing in this short news segment. I hope you enjoy it. How much do you find yourself making a story while you're writing something? I used to struggle with that a ton when I was really young trying to write music. I think listening has been a good way to get better at that for me. Just listening to a ton of different artists, including you, do it. Like You just get better at it as you go, and so it becomes easier to just make a character from scratch. And then the better at it you get, I think it becomes more fun, and then that, that makes it easier, and then right. the one feeds the other type of yeah, situation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100. And we've been doing this for forever, you know? Like, I just didn't realize, like, okay, been you're already... shit for 19 years. You're already making up goofy stories as is. Like, now you just right. need to do it musically and maybe not so goofy. And so, again, mm-hmm. the more of it I did, the easier it became, and then it became more fun to do so again one just kind of fed the other for me so what's your favorite medium to experience a story so if you're if you're being you know either told a story or you're reading a story what's what are your kind of your favorite ways to do that i've been trying to watch less things just Mm -hmm. because they do they just say like don't sit in front of a screen all day and Mm -hmm. so i know people prefer that because it's easier um, I've, I should read more because I, I had a good book that I was reading like a few years ago and once book? I actually started it, was it the Bible? No, the good book. Oh, okay. I found myself really enjoying like getting a story that way since doing the podcast. That's also been a good way of, and, and it, for people trying to get away from screen time, I think it's a good alternative because yeah. You can like you've mentioned this to me. You can put it on while you're doing something else, and you don't have mm-hmm. to you don't have to like look back at the screen every two seconds to make sure that you're missing a picture. You, yeah, especially if you get yourself a good pair of like wireless. Yep. You you can just you don't even need to have your phone on. You can just put it on, and then you could like be in a different room. You know, you're not even confined to a single room. That was a nice squeak there. My voice is fried from last night. So many wings, so little time. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, so since doing the podcast stuff, like, that's been a a great way for me to also get that storytelling. And then Mm -hmm. I'm never going to hate on getting the story from the source. In person, you mean? Yeah, like sitting around a campfire, someone telling a story. It's true. And this is, like, we're closing in, like, the perfect time for that, you know? Yep. Just that nice fall weather. The nice fall weather's coming. Well, close enough. <laughs> I tried, tried to quote a Ben. It was close, lyric, but I, I failed. No, uh, people talk about opening their fire pits in the summer. I think it's way too hot for that shit. I yeah, think right, yeah, right yeah. now is perfect. Nice, you get like a light crisp, jacket. Yeah, nice crisp, chilly night. Yep. If you had to choose, what's your favorite stories on the spot episode? <laughs> he's he's giving me the the same <laughs> look we got last night from birthday boy after he had the wings. Oh man, I don't want to spend a ton of time like trying to remember every single one of them and I also don't know what's been I do know what's been put out because I've re-listened to all of mm-hmm. them, but I don't want to there were some good ones that we did that aren't out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I 
I don't know. I guess I shouldn't get too much into those. And in, in terms of like our best performance, mm-hmm. like with each other, heist with I, a capital H. That was a good one. It was a great one. Just because up. all the way through, I, I I was literally at work listening to it on wireless headphones, and I was probably like, <laughs> like just <laughs> like. And then you can't keep a bad bitch down. I literally yeah. was like, if somebody else had walked into the room I was working in, they would have asked me if I was all right. Because I was like laughing with tears in my eyes. And it was it made it funnier because you can't even get through the I sentence. I can't. No, no. So that one was definitely good. Um, that was a quote from that. That's not a different yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah. The first story we did, I really liked. But I, I like it with the combination of the follow-up. Mm-hmm. Episode, like my alternative ending so that one's definitely a favorite that de- because of my my fan <laughs> of horror yeah be being a fan of horror stuff like that one definitely was, was <laughs> solid my fan of horror ben's got a fucking <laughs> ceiling fan it's just all hand axes i'm pretty yeah. sure that the the reaper wing like fried the right side of my brain <laughs> last night <laughs> have you has anyone ever cried out of one eye only oh my god but, but yeah, definitely those two. It's hard to pick because we tackled a lot of different genres, yeah. and so I like I like each episode for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So if I definitely had to pick, and we were going through like a comedy choice, though, I think Heist with a capital yeah, A. Yeah, I, I think comedy wise, Heist it's it's hands down. I think some of the other ones, Heist has a good ending, but it's not an ending that's like holy shit, you know, like it doesn't yeah. blow you out of the water. Like I can't believe that happened. I think almost almost every other episode, maybe not the Renaissance ones, but basically every other one, there's a really nice turn at the end. You know, there's a really nice. I don't want to call it like a like a plot twist or anything. Some of them, yeah, you kind of have that with with heist too. Like, I don't want to spoil anything though. They've right, been out right, for a right. while. Like you, there definitely is like a, a shock. Yeah, there's moment. there's some unexpected things, but I mean the ultimate ending, like after it's be, like what's been revealed has been revealed. How it ends, yeah. like the last like two or three minutes you're not like holy fuck like i did not see that coming what i really like about that story is the the intro like how we like how we got the prompt yeah you hold back some reaper over there man the story doesn't rely on the ending like it Mm -hmm. oh we have to save this story with this strong section like i said like through the entirety of listening back to that i was laughing the entire time yeah i know that I, the, the journey is good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one. I I think that my favorite from what's been released might be. Uh, I I really liked. I I really liked how you ended the Halloween one. I won't I won't explain that. Yeah, that one's not. A, I mean, I don't know what's out by the no, time. No, 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 no. The la- last year's Halloween one, a dead sprint episode five, oh, I think. Okay. Uh, your ending was yeah, that really was solid. solid. Uh, and that that's another horror one and that one we when we do horror we when we do any of these we're laughing through them so there still is some funny points but that one if you're listening to that one in like a, a dark room at night like it, you gotta yeah, you, the, you gotta check under the bed the willies yeah yeah uh but i think my favorite just experience wise my favorite doing was the christmas roulette one where we yeah i always forget about that we one. had we had the mini game where we both get titles of stories and then we flip a coin to see who we flip a bottle cap to see who uh starts the story that was a lot of fun just the concept of that all right so that was interrogating <laughs>
It is time for our final chat. We're still working on the echo effects here in the studio. <laughs> There's built-in delay to the <laughs> workstation, too. So you're going to hate this. Uh, we're just going to talk about one last thing. Notoriously, you have a lot of cats in this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are currently recording in Ben's basement, uh, which we already made that clear. You guys foster kitties. And uh, actually, we allude to that in... A dead sprint. Oh, yep. Be- Why I was awake at yeah, yeah. fucking 2 a.m. Do you guys foster cats because you were kind people and have an incredible amount of patience? And also, Brooke is obsessed with felines. Was there ever a cat you got really... I don't want you to cry out of one ear after this, but was there ever... <laughs> I, I, one ear, one eye. I definitely don't want you crying out of any ears, dude. Uh, like was, I said, that reaper fucked me <laughs> up, man. <laughs> So is there ever a cat you got really attached to when you were fostering that you were upset to part ways with? Or conversely, was there ever one that you were like, oh, thank fucking God, I was done There's always one that I'm glad to get rid of. I I have a hard time remembering all of them. And I Mm -hmm. told myself when we got the first batch, I was like, these are all going to have a special place. I can remember (laughs) all of them. And like, if you asked me to name them all, I would tell you to fuck off. You could just make up names and no one would know but Brooke. (laughs) There's um, one upstairs right now. She's always had... <clears throat> I'm not getting choked up. I just can't breathe for some reason. <laughs> There's one upstairs right now. Her name is Mabel. She has always been kind of like sick and like weird. And we don't know if she's... We think she's partially deaf. And we've decided to keep her. So oh, she's, really? she's one that... Well, if you're keeping Mabel, are you keeping Dipper too? No. I oh, hate that fucking friend. cat. No, I don't, hate, <laughs> I don't hate Dipper. There's another one up there. I don't remember what the fuck she named it. The cat will not let me set down the food before she eats it like I'm, I'm literally being attacked she's like climbing on you you have to slide your feet through the cat room if you pick up a foot and try and put it back down you will step on a cat because how many they fucking just, cats are in there there's, there's three there's oh. two in that room right now and but then the, but they just bolt around basically yeah they're obnoxious as hell um <laughs> slide they're destructive is yeah, what i mean yeah, by yeah, that yeah. we didn't foster this one we actually just babysat this cat for a bit his cat, name was cat, sam cat sat? <laughs> so i met sam sam is on the cover of uh one of my singles <laughs> extra bases he's yeah no he he reminds me he's the black and white version of a cat that i already own yeah, yeah. And we were looking after him because he was diabetic and he needed insulin shots and his owner couldn't do them at the time. And so we we owned him for like a few weeks and I was extremely upset to see him go. Like that, yeah. was, that was hard. And I told her, I was like, if this ever push comes to shove and he needs a place to go again, like I think we can probably yeah. manage that. He was a good cat. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I'm not much of a cat guy at all, but like – there are like three or four cats that I know that act like dogs. Yeah. And he was kind of one of them. And those kind of cats, they have a special place in my heart. Thankfully, he's, they got his diet right and stuff. He's like, I guess like cat diabetes is like, you can, like it goes into like remission or something like that. So he's, he's like good now, which is good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got him on the right track. I guess so. <laughs> they like figured shit out. So he's not getting insulin or anything anymore. Which is good because I need a cat up, upstairs to get not fat like before yeah. he's also on insulin. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. I need to take a page out of Sam's book. 
all right, so I think that's about it. Uh, this has been a this has been a fun episode, and uh, hopefully we have you back on the show at some point. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to come up with a lot of other mini games for our guests, and I think you'd be a good one to put through the ringer. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything you want to mention? Any plugs you want to throw out there? Any, uh, you know, even if it's not your own project, anything you're excited about? I would say you are about two weeks early on when you should have had me. Okay. On. Uh, I'm not going to say too much more than that, but... Okay, I, so when the project that you're working on is unveiled, will we have you back on to talk about it? I mean, I'm not going to be like, you have to have me back on now. <laughs> <laughs> That's completely up to you. No, Would no, I, I be back yeah, on? Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. but I I think I'll have Name more to... <laughs> I'll have more to talk about then in terms of what else is going on artistically. So is something going to, like... Without telling us anything more, is something going to be published, or are you just going to be more comfortable talking about something? I am joining the traveling circus. Oh, shit. I hope it's published by okay. then. I don't know. I always set a deadline for something, and then I close my eyes and open them, and then it's that deadline, later, yeah, right? that deadline's <laughs> gone. So. It's three years later, and you've got new cats. Yeah, so I don't... I'm, I'm hoping by the end of the month... That okay. there will be something out in the world. And then, again, when you choose to have me back is when you choose to have me back. Yeah. All right. Awesome. This has been Chatterboxing. Uh, make sure you check out Stories on the Spot as well. I, I don't want to call it our sister podcast, but if we're doing this whole BJI Arts thing, that's kind of what it is at the moment. Uh, it's it's Ben and I telling stories. Uh, basically, what you... Slamming Reaper wings. Not doing that. Um <laughs> But uh, having a good having a good ass time. See you over there on that pod. We won't see you, but you'll be listening to us over there on po- that podcast. I hope, and uh, we'll be back for another chat soon. This is a Be Good Indie Arts podcast. Follow us at BGI Arts to learn more.